Welcome to another week of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This week's Come Follow Me study is sections 27 and 28 of the Doctrine and Covenants. plan is uh, to have this overview episode and then uh, an episode dedicated to sections 27 and 28 individually. So, uh, in the introduction to Come Follow Me this week, uh, we learn about Hiram Page and, uh, and how he was claiming to receive revelation for the church and issue this cause. We're going to study that uh, in section 28 in the Lord's response to Joseph and uh, teaching Joseph how to handle that type of situation and what the Lord needs to teach. I want to, com- I want to combine the, a couple of thoughts from section 27 and then section 28 here uh, to maybe get you thinking. I don't know. Just introduce this week's study, right? Like I, like I do. <laughs> um, so in verse twenty-seven or verse section twenty-seven at the end we read about the armor of God and it's very similar to the the, the armor of God that we read about in Ephesians that Paul wrote about and then in section twenty-eight we learn about Revelation and that the the prophet is the only one who holds all the keys and can receive revelation for for the church at large. And as I was studying, I, I couldn't help but kind of connect these two thoughts. One of the ways in which we put on the armor of God and wear the armor of God to protect ourselves from the adversary every day is by listening to the prophet's voice. We've, we learned in really multiple sections so far this year that when the prophet speaks, it's as if the Lord is speaking. We learned about that. Uh, in section one, in and 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 a couple of other sections as well, but if we are listening to and heeding the warning voice, the guiding voice of the prophet, we can stay and we will stay safe uh, spiritually. It like I said it is it is an important and powerful way in which we can put on and keep the uh, armor of God on. Elder Nelson, or sorry, Elder Anderson in 2018, uh, it was April 2018, so it was the first conference um, with President Nelson as the prophet and president of the church. And Elder Anderson said, the prophet's voice, while spoken kindly, will often be a voice asking us to change to repent, to return to the Lord. When correction is needed, let's not delay. And don't be alarmed when the prophet's warning voice counters popular opinions of the day. The mocking fireballs of annoyed disbelievers are always hurled the moment the prophet begins to speak. As you humble, uh, excuse me, as you are humble in following the counsel of the Lord's prophet, I promise you an added blessing of safety and peace. Don't be surprised if at times your personal views are not initially in harmony with the teachings of the Lord's prophet. These are moments of learning, of humility. When we go to our knees in prayer, we walk forward in faith, trusting in God, knowing that with time we will receive more spiritual clarity from our Heavenly Father. One prophet described the incomparable gift of the Savior as the will of the Son being swallowed up in the will of the Father. The surrender of our will to God's will is, in fact, not surrender at all, but the beginning of glorious victory. Some will try to overly dissect the prophet's words, struggling to determine what is, what is, what 
is his prophetic voice and what is his personal opinions. In 1982, two years before being called as a journal authority, Brother Russell M. Nelson said, I never ask myself, when does the prophet speak as a prophet and when does he not? My interest has been, how can I be more like him? And he added, my philosophy is to stop putting question marks behind the prophet's statement and to put exclamation points instead. This is how a humble and spiritual man chose to order his life. Now, 36 years later, he is the Lord's prophet. A few things that Elder Anderson said I wanted to just point out. He, as an apostle of the Lord, promised that as we humble, as we are humble and following the counsel of the Lord, we will be, uh, you, uh, I promise you an added blessing of safety and peace, is what he said. And then he said, if we, if our opinions are different than what the prophet says, that, that's okay. These are times for us to learn. And what did he tell us we should do? We should go to our knees in prayer, walk forward in faith and trusting God and trust God. Other small acts that we can do that are, uh, part of putting on the armor of God each day. And so in following the prophet, we don't, he's not telling us to blindly follow, to just, oh, you know, blind faith. No, what he's saying is trust the Lord. You don't, you don't need to trust a man. You need to trust the Lord. And as you do that, and as you go to the Lord in prayer, he will guide you. He will teach you the truthfulness of the things that the prophet is saying. He will tell you, that is my will and my voice. And in going to the Lord in prayer, and in trusting the Lord, and then in following what the prophet has said, those are all ways that combine together to help us put on the armor of God day after day after day. And uh, in section 28, Hiram Page is chastised and... Oliver Cowdery is asked to go and correct Hiram, but that doesn't that doesn't stop revelation, and it, it wasn't meant to stop Hiram Page from receiving personal revelation, and neither should it impact our own personal revelation and desire to see, to receive personal revelation. Uh, in fact, in section twenty eight, the Lord says to uh, Oliver Cowdery, "says It shall be given thee what thou shalt do." He even told Oliver in giving him this direction to go, uh, correct Hiram Page, to go on a mission to the Lamanites, that he would receive personal revelation about what he should do, not the church, him. So even within this context, the Lord is talking about further personal revelation. And as we all, I'm sure, are aware, President Nelson has said, it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding influence of, of personal revelation with, of the Spirit. One of the gifts of the atoning power of Jesus Christ is its power to enable us to be better. One of the ways in which that can happen and does happen is through revelation. As we are worthy and qualified for the uh, presence and um, companionship of the Holy Ghost, we receive personal revelation that can tell us things that we wouldn't otherwise know so that we can be empowered to do things we otherwise couldn't do. And as we do those small things every day, we put on the armor of God. And that armor is what can protect us. And in a crazy world, when, when the adversary's darts are everywhere. Uh, I hope you'll join me this week as we study sections 27 and 28. 
there are some really powerful principles to be, to be learned about personal revelation, about the importance of the sacrament, about staying safe from the adversary. Uh, one last note. I think it was last week, maybe the week before, I mentioned how many uh, different countries were represented in the uh, listenership of, of the podcast. And I said something like 25. I was wrong by... Uh, half. There's been 50 different countries represented, and that was that's a pretty humbling thing. So thank you all for listening. Um, it's amazing to think that you know we are a, we are a part of a, a worldwide church, a worldwide effort to gather Israel from the four uh, corners of the earth and four quarters of the earth. And it's it's pretty humbling and, and amazing to be a part of this podcast and a part of this group that in just this small little uh, group that we have that uh, there are 50, 50 countries that have been represented. It's pretty amazing. So thank you. I hope you join me this week and best of luck in your studies as you study sections 27 and 28. And I hope to talk to you soon.